Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about failures and how they occur. It is something we have talked about on the channel before. However, when we talked about it before, it was through the lens of a specific country. That is not the country in question now. So we're going to go back through it and talk a little bit about how it happens in other places. Um, it's kind of the same. And I will have the original video down below for people who want to uh, look a little bit more into it. Um, but I'll do a quick recap in, in this one. And this is the message that prompted all of this. I was wondering if you had any thoughts on what caused the intelligence failure. I watched your video about intelligence failures, and I can see how groupthink and political pressure played into it, but that doesn't seem like enough. What am I missing? Okay, so if you've missed the news... There's a whole lot of reporting that suggests Israel had uh, had a lot of information, some of it pretty detailed, and some of it stuff that definitely should have uh, been taken seriously, given the source, um, and it wasn't. So people are asking, how did that happen? Okay, in the United States, it's normally four things or a combination of these four things. Okay, first is groupthink. Groupthink is where you have a whole bunch of people conduct and create these assessments and estimates. Then they talk to each other. And when they talk to each other, they start to adjust their estimate, their assessment, to be a little bit more closely in line with everybody else's because they don't want to be an outlier. What generally happens is the person who is most persuasive in, in, their, in their belief, all of the other estimates and assessments move in that direction. The problem with this is that the person who is most persuasive is not necessarily the most accurate. So what ends up happening is a giant stack of estimates that says X is going to happen and two that say Y is going to happen. But if you're looking at the information objectively, it's pretty clear that why is going to be what occurs. But because of the sheer volume of estimates saying X, that's what the policymaker believes. That's one. Another, assuming your opposition won't make a mistake, overestimating them. The U.S. does this a lot. Um, and this is due to... This is due to historical lessons learned by the U.S. military. Vietnam 
and then the first time in Afghanistan against the Soviets. Those two, those two conflicts right there shaped this belief. In the United States, there isn't the presumption that that low-tech group, they're not going to be any good. They're primitive or whatever. The U.S. doesn't, they don't fall prey to that. They're on the other end. They overestimate their opposition and assume they won't make mistakes that they might. A good example of this you can see on the channel is prior to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. I did this video where I was talking about the different ways they might try to go, go about it. And offhandedly, I was like, you know, and somebody mentioned they might try to do some airdrops um, and take some stuff from the air. I just don't see that as likely. That would be a horrible mistake. It was offhanded to the point I had dismissed it to the point it almost didn't even get mentioned. Well, they did try to do that. It was a horrible mistake, but they tried. As a commentator, that's fine. If you're actually producing information that is going to be relied upon in combat, saying that it's not going to happen or dismissing it to that degree, that may lead to like an airfield being undefended. So that's how intelligence failures occur there. Another is not understanding your opposition's applied doctrine. Applied being the key word. Every country in the world has a military doctrine. How they are supposed to behave in combat. The thing is, very few countries follow what's written down. The United States is famous for not following their own doctrine. Um, so if you don't if you don't understand their applied doctrine, what they historically do, and you base it off of what they have written down, you'll make mistakes. This also occurred during the Russian invasion of Ukraine. You had a whole bunch of people waiting for that second wave of good troops or good equipment or whatever. Um, because there's, there's a doctrine that says they would do that. But they've never actually used it, ever. So you can't actually rely on that being what they're going to do. The fourth is, of course, political pressure. And that isn't always something super nefarious. Sometimes it's just the normal functioning of governments. A good example, in the U.S., it's, it's a, fair, a fair assessment to say the U.S. can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Russia and China at the same time. However, Nobody up in D.C. is going to want to hear that because then they have to explain to the American voter why they keep spending a whole bunch of money. Okay, so groupthink definitely appears like it, it played into what happened in Israel. It looks like the information went up and it got a couple levels up the chain, and everybody came to the same conclusion. My guess is somebody was really persuasive. The political pressure probably had a lot to do with it because it does seem as though the Israeli government was more interested and more concerned with what was going on in the bank. Israel does not have the, the institutional memory of something like Vietnam. They don't have that. The IDF, they are a military organization that has won consistently. 
So they don't view it that way. They do tend to underestimate low-tech groups. This definitely played into this. Um, if you look at the reporting, it kind of looks like the information went up a couple of levels, and then it hit this point where everybody was just like, they're not going to be able to pull that off. And it got disregarded. And that's where the failure occurred. The interesting thing is that Israel is actually supposed to have a safeguard against this, where if everybody is saying one thing, they're supposed to be a person who, even if they believe what everybody else is saying, they argue against it just to make sure this kind of failure doesn't occur. It doesn't look like that was applied here. Um, so here it's not a matter of assuming your opposition won't make a mistake, overestimating them. It, it's, it, it looks like it is a case of underestimating them because they're low tech, because they're not... They're not a real military. This is something that militaries all over the world do. In fact, the U.S. is kind of an exception on this one. Um, Russia definitely made the same mistake going into Ukraine. There is there's something that occurs with the propaganda in various countries. Like in the U.S., the, the propaganda about the the, quote, rice farmer in Vietnam, okay? Again, taking on mythical status, like to where people will even forget the NVA, the North Vietnamese Army, even existed. It's just the, it's just the VC, right? That took hold in the U.S. very, very easily, and it helped create the idea of always overestimate your opposition because of the history in the U.S., because there was a time when the U.S. was the low-tech army. And it, it, it's part of the American myth. So that propaganda took hold. In Russia, there's a lot of propaganda that basically says Ukrainians, well, they're, they're lower. So, I mean, how would they be able to stand up to it? A lot of it is believing your own propaganda. Um... The U.S. does it in a way that, for once, in this particular case, it's kind of useful because the U.S., generally speaking, overestimates their opposition, and they have to guard against. They have to guard against assuming the other side won't make a mistake, rather than being completely caught off guard by a group that did train, that did plan. Um, the U.S. kind of always assumes that they did. So that, that appears to be the situation. Groupthink a couple of levels up the chain. Underestimating the capabilities of the opposition and then political pressure diverting resources. That's what looks like caused it. Now, it's still early on. More information will certainly come out. But based on what's available... Those three things definitely apply. Um, I know there's a lot of people that want to turn this into some conspiracy. 
Probably not. This is a pretty standard failure in how in how intelligence agencies fail to produce the results that they're supposed to. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.